all right let's let's roll hello hello everyone welcome back to 20 huh this is your host heaven renee and i am back with another podcast episode so for episode five things are going to be a little bit different because in exactly three days i will be traveling to europe to study abroad Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm finally saying that. I am studying abroad. I am so excited. I'm so nervous. I have so many emotions right now. I feel like for the past couple weeks, I've just been a ball of energy and I just like don't really know where to put it because I'm so excited for this experience. Um, So I guess we'll backtrack a little bit. Like I said, I'll be studying abroad. How many times can I say study abroad in this, this podcast episode? Probably a lot. I will be going to Rome, Italy to be exact, and I will be there for around four to five months. I talked a little bit about this in one of my past episodes, but studying abroad is something that I've always wanted to do ever since I learned that you could go to like another country to go to college. So when I was applying to different schools, that was one of the big traits I was looking for in a school was that they had like a good study abroad program or they had a lot of resources that would make study abroad really easy. I've never been out of the country before, which is kind of making me a little bit nervous about this experience. Um, I've done a lot of traveling and flying throughout the United States. Um, I've been flying alone ever since I was eight because my parents used to live on completely different sides of the country. So every summer I'd fly to my dad's on the West Coast and then I'd have to return back to the East Coast um, before school started. So I have the whole airport routine like down packed, like I know what to wear, I know what to pack, like not really nervous about that, but I haven't had the experience of like having to like show my passport and like go through customs and things like that. And I've never had to fly, be in an airplane for that long. The longest plane I've plane ride I've been on was probably like five hours, and that was to Hawaii. So this is will be a completely new experience for me. But I really, really love to travel. This past summer, I went to a bunch of different cities. I went to DC, I went to Seattle, I went to Salt Lake City, Utah, I went to Virginia to visit some old friends. And this past summer, just traveling in general was one of my highlights because I got to see so many you know, new cities and also old cities. And there are so many benefits to traveling. I remember learning in one of my psychology classes that your brain actually releases dopamine when it's presented with novelty items and obviously when you're traveling you are constantly being bombarded by all this new stimuli whether that's seeing things, hearing things, touching them, smelling them, you're using basically all of your senses and that's kind of why when you're traveling you get really tired because your sensors are kind of working double time and they're processing all of this new information. It's like being in an arcade with all of those like flashing lights and those weird like sound effects and stuff like that. Your brain's just kind of like going, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's this? What's this? It's like it's all new. And that's one of my favorite parts about traveling because for most of us, we kind of live our day-to-day lives in this like autopilot mode. We're just doing the same things over and over again, you know, day after day. And we're kind of just going through the motions and not really realizing what we're doing. And after a while, that just becomes really monotonous and you don't get as excited, you know, for life anymore. And that's kind of how I felt last semester and, you know, these past couple of months, just kind of doing the same things over and over again and not really experiencing anything new. And this experience is exactly what I needed and exactly what I wanted. And this past summer just reinforced my love for traveling and just reminded me 
how beneficial it is for my, you know my health because I feel so much more confident and I'm a lot um, it's a lot easier for me to step outside of my comfort zone when I'm in a new place and I just feel that I live more you know I live more I laugh more I want to do more things I'm not just stuck in the same place and actually in high school for my senior research paper my whole thesis was about kind of the whole idea of can money buy you happiness and one of the things that I learned was that people tend to be more happy anticipating a vacation or an experience than they are receiving a material item. So for example, people tend to be more happy anticipating a vacation to the Bahamas than they are receiving a new iPhone. And this is because of a phenom phenomenon called hedonic adaptation. And the whole idea is basically that no matter how good something makes us feel, most of the time we drift back to where we started, emotionally speaking. And there's so many studies out there showing how lottery winners are in fact no more happier than they were before they won the lottery. So a lot of the times the excitement that comes from a new car or a new iPhone will quickly fade into the background as they become part of our daily lives. Whereas with experiences, people are happy before, during, and after they happen. So, for example, let's say you're going to Miami for spring break. So, before the actual vacation, you're obviously super excited. You know, you're sharing your excitement with your friends. Maybe you're going with your family, too. So, you're talking about talking about the trip with your siblings. You know, you're planning what you're going to do. You're really excited leading up to that point of the trip. And then, obviously, during the trip, you're still super happy and you're trying to make the most of the trip. You're trying to do as much as you can. You're really enjoying yourself and trying to live in the moment. And then after the event, even though the trip is done, you still have those memories. And those memories really become a part of you. I mean, basically, all humans are just a sum of all of their experiences. And most of the time, people don't compare their experiences as much as they do with material things because experiences are really unique to the person. Whereas with material things, it's so easy to, to compare, you know, your iPhone with someone else's iPhone or your new pair of jeans with someone else's pair of jeans or your new car with someone else's new car and so on so so forth. And experiences can also be really social. So, you know, going to the beach is social, going to the movies is social, you know, going to an amusement park is social. And when you're experiencing these things with other people, you have this bonding experience and something to reflect on. And I'm not saying that material things don't make you happy because they do. I'm just saying that they don't make you as happy for as long as experiences do. And um, I remember reading somewhere that Generation Z and Millennials are actually spending more of their money on experiences than materialistic things, which is good. So that means that we're heading in the right direction. So anyway, I digress. I'm rambling. That was basically just a summary of my senior research paper in high school. Hope you guys enjoyed that little spiel. <laughs> so anyway, when I arrive in Rome, I will be living in a on-campus apartment with other students from my school, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to share a room, but we'll have a kitchen and a living room and a bathroom and basically all the basic amenities that a normal apartment does, which means that I will be cooking for myself, which is going to be interesting because I in no way know how to cook or bake anything. I can make like microwavable stuff, but I have 
zero to little experience using a stove. Tonight for dinner, I made myself ramen and I added eggs and broccoli and that was probably the extent to my cooking skills. But I'm excited to learn how to cook. I know my school offers cooking classes, so I definitely want to take one of those. I've also been on Pinterest a lot late lately, pinning different easy recipes and cooking like tips and stuff like that, as well as watching kind of little YouTube videos on how to cook certain stuff. So hopefully by the time I get there, I'll be prepared or I'll have a lot of recipes in my back pocket. And I've also been asking just a lot of my family members like like their advice on things I should make and quick and stuff quick and easy things like for like lunches and breakfasts and stuff and my mom was like cooking is just like a trial and error thing she's like you're gonna like you're gonna do well like you're gonna cook some good meals and some other meals you're gonna want to throw away and she was like that's just life that you're just gonna have to experience it that way so I'm excited to hopefully cook a lot of great meals <laughs> But on the other hand, I am really excited to grocery shop. Grocery shopping is one of the most amazing experiences ever. I think like one of my favorite errands to run. I remember like being in high school, like having to go grocery shopping for my mom, like she'd give me a list and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Just like picking out different things. And I would always like add other things that like weren't on the list. And I was like, this is like heaven. You're just like throwing stuff in the basket and like, you know, the world is your oyster kind of thing. But I'm excited because I really want to try as hard as I can to grocery shop at the local markets. There's just something about buying fresh produce, like fresh fruits and vegetables from an actual vendor and like being able to meet the people that grows the fruit that just like makes me so happy. So basically really excited to buy the food, not that excited to cook it. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be able to look back on this podcast episode and congratulate myself on all the amazing meals I made instead of looking back on this episode and being like, wow, heaven, you ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day for five months. Great job. So obviously I have to talk about the study part of my study abroad experience. So I am taking classes. I'll be taking a total of four classes. The first one is a art history class and it's all about the artist Raphael. And he was an artist during the high Renaissance like Leonardo and Michelangelo, which probably a lot of you guys have heard about. And I'm really excited for this class because there's going to be field trips around Rome as well as Florence where we'll be able to actually see the work and the different pieces and stuff. And I've taken two art history classes beforehand um, for my major and they've honestly been very interesting but boring because you're just looking at like a powerpoint you're looking at pictures of the work and not the actual work so i'm excited to see the work that i'm going to be you know studying and learning about in the classroom but also see it in like real time and i think that'll have a great greater effect on my learning experience and then I'm taking a class called the Philosophy of Art and Beauty, which sounds really interesting. And from what I have gathered from like the syllabus page, it's about um, whether art and beauty can be objective and how it reflects in society, religion, politics. And we'll be like analyzing it through um, different uh, pieces of poetry, music, dance, theater, stuff like that. And then I'm taking a glo global media class, which is basically just like how the name states. It's the globalization of media. And then I'll be taking a multimedia strategic communications class, which is a digital story class 
storytelling class where we'll be able to actually create our own multimedia and I think pretty sure it's like a year-long project kind of thing so that will definitely be a class that I'll be able to express my creativity in and hopefully have a really cool finished project at the end and then I'm not taking any Italian classes which I'm kind of sad about I took Italian last couple semesters ago just like one semester so i just learned like very basic stuff but i honestly don't really remember a lot of the things so for the past three weeks or so i've been trying to teach myself italian i've rented a lot of books from my just public library and i also got the app duolingo which i really really like and i would recommend if you're trying to learn another language or just even like for school or just for fun. I like the exercises that you do on the app and I feel like I've already learned a lot in the past three weeks. The only thing that I don't really like is that they don't have like flashcards. Like sometimes I just want to like learn the vocab just like repeating it back in my head kind of over and over again. So I just had to make my own like type of flashcards on like Quizlet. So I've been doing that and I really want to learn as much Italian as I can um, and hopefully, which not hopefully, I know I'll have opportunities to be able to speak the language while I'm there because I don't know, my, my idea is that if I'm going to be there for like five months, like I better learn the language. It would be stupid of me not to learn the language and just go there and just, you know, be the typical, you know, American and just be like, what? What are people saying? Because you know, when in my life am I going to get an opportunity to live abroad? Like, I never know if I'll have another opportunity like this. So my goal is to come back from my experience knowing as much Italian as possible. And I know there's other ways to learn another language um, very easily. Like, you can listen to music, you can listen to podcasts, you can watch movies and then just do um, subtitles. And then it's also good just, you know, speaking to other people. So hopefully I can find a friend or like, you know, just a friend that's also going to Italy and we can like practice our language skills because that's what I really want to be able to do. Like I feel like even, I've only been learning it for like three weeks now and I'm already pretty good at reading it. It's just speaking that is always kind of hard and I always sound like really awkward. <laughs> But I think that's something I'm going to have to get used to during this whole study abroad experience is getting used to not knowing what I'm doing kind of thing and being in kind of shaky territory and being a beginner because I'm not good at doing that. I like being an expert at things and when I'm not an expert at things I usually try I usually shy away from them so hopefully with this process I will be more comfortable being like vulnerable in that sense. So that's my Monday through Thursday and then Friday I don't have classes at all um, so I have a lot of free time since I'm taking only four classes like on Mondays and Wednesdays I don't start class until three and then like Tuesdays I only have one class which originally that kind of scared me having so much free time and I wanted to have an internship while I was abroad so I actually applied to a couple positions through my school and I heard back back from a couple of them but most of them wanted me to work a lot during the week and I almost agreed to one of them but then I was like wait heaven you're going to Rome it's okay to have free time and in fact a lot of the study abroad programs encourage you to have a lot of free time so I declined the offers and instead I really want to focus my time abroad on my creative skills 
and I talked about in I talked about it in one of my um, past podcast episodes that one of my resolutions for the 2020 year is to build my portfolio and I think being in Rome is going to be the perfect time to get that started because there's actually a lot of research that shows that being in a new place sparks a lot of creativity and motivation so I want to practice and work on my photography skills and my writing skills and I plan on keeping a travel journal which is something that my friend Emma recommended and she traveled abroad um, actually a year ago this time a year ago and I also want to make like little video clips of all the places that I travel to on like the weekends and stuff and I got a position to write on my school's study abroad blog, so I'm excited to share my experiences with other students at my school and hopefully encourage um, people to study abroad as well and show other first-generation college students that study abroad is a thing that you can make happen. And even though this isn't my original idea of getting an internship, I think that this will still have a positive effect on my future goals and aspirations in life. And honest, also, I'm just honestly really excited to not work for five months. This will be the first time since I got like my first job in high school that I won't be working and I am over the moon about it. I've been working in like food for a while now and I currently like work in food now and so that means that I don't really ha ever have my nails painted just because I like wash blenders and stuff at work and they always just get chipped and stuff like that so I'm excited to finally have my nails painted for once. I think what I'm going to do is just buy one nail polish color and bring it with me abroad and then just wear that color every day and it'll just be like it'll turn into like my color or something like that. <laughs> I'll also have more time to immerse myself in the Italian culture. There is a bookstore next to my apartment, so I know I really want to go there because I heard that a good way to learn another language is to tra translate the text from like books and stuff. So obviously I'll have to like start at like children's books and not skip to like adult fiction and stuff like that. And I also want to go to a soccer game or I guess a football game that's how they say it in Italy and I want to go to like the typical tourist places like the Vatican and the Spanish Steps and the Trevi Fountain and just have my Lizzie McGuire moment and meet my Paolo and hopefully he won't be mean and a fake dude like in the movie um, but I also really just want to meet local people as well and Hopefully at the end of the experience I won't be a tourist anymore and I will have become acclimated to living the Italian lifestyle. And my mornings are free because my classes don't start until later in the afternoon so I think I'm gonna start running and if you know me that's like not my thing. I run for cardio but that's basically it and at max I'll run for like maybe 10 to 15 minutes and I hate like every second of it but I think that running will be a good way to kind of get to know the city and instead of like running on a treadmill I'll be like running throughout you know the streets of Italy. I told my mom about this idea and she wasn't that ecstatic because she doesn't want me to run alone so hopefully I'll find a running buddy that I'll be able to run with and I feel like this idea sounds really good in my head but I feel like when I get there like the alarm's gonna go off early in the morning and I'm just gonna hit snooze every time but you know We'll see. It's, it's good to have goals. It's good to have dreams. <laughs> and because this will be my first time going abroad or, you know, leaving the country in general, 
I really want to travel to hopefully other cities and other countries. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to study abroad in Europe because it's so easy to go to a different bunch of different places and for not a lot of money. There are so many places I want to go like London, Denmark, Croatia, Prague, Portugal, Morocco, Hungary, Switzerland, Greece, uh, just literally all of them and I know I can't go to all of them. I took out a loan to help support myself while I'm abroad and I think this will be a good learning experience for me, learning how to budget because that is something I am not very good at at all, I would, will admit. I'm not very good at saving money. I try and then things come up and then the money that I've been saving for like a couple months just miraculously disappears. But I've been doing a lot of researching on how to budget and how other people budgeted while they were abroad and how much money they spent and things like that so I can get kind of a good idea of what I should be doing. But because of the train system in Italy, hopefully I'll be able to visit a lot of the cities there like Florence, Milan, and like the Amalfi Coast. I actually have friends studying in Venice and Florence, so I know I'll be able to go to those cities and it's really exciting being able to study abroad with all my friends because we get to swap stories, but we also get to travel together as well. And I feel like junior year is such a good time to study abroad because, you know, freshman year, everything is new and you're constantly meeting new people and everything's just so much fun. And then sophomore year, you have like a couple things under your belt, but, you know, things are still new. You take you start to take classes for your major. Maybe you're joining new clubs, new sports teams, getting um, positions of leaderships in different clubs and things like that. But then junior year, you start to feel a little washed out, at least me and my friends did. Um, it was actually very common for a lot of people my age to feel like this. Um, my friends actually had a group chat that was just called Beaters. Um, and I believe that you shouldn't get comfortable with life. Life should, you know, keep you on your toes. And last semester, I found that I didn't even talk to anyone in any of my classes. I would literally just come to class, listen to the lecture, and then leave and not really interact with people because... My mindset was, oh, I already have friends, I already have plans, I already have things to do, but by going to another country, another school, I'm forced to interact with my peers, which will push me outside of my comfort zone, and I hope that this will, experience will kind of like zap me and bring me back to the passion and liveliness that I had, you know, my freshman year of college, and... I think it's important to see the world or experience a different way of living before you become a senior, before you graduate and make a really big decision like choosing a career path or choosing a job or moving to a different city or place. One of my biggest goals for this experience is to become a more independent person. I'm a pretty introverted person for the most of the time, especially in like public settings and I keep to myself. I keep my head down and try not to be noticed for the most part and I feel like a lot of, of people are like that. We kind of live in a society that encourages that even and it encourages conforming to a certain way and kind of shuns people who are different. So I think that by immersing myself in a different environment and being away from my own culture will help me explore my, my true identity without any pressure to be like my peers. So whether that's developing a different lifestyle habit or even just dressing how I want to dress. And I hope that I'll become more comfortable interacting with strangers. 
I don't want to use the word strangers because it kind of has like a bad connotation, but I think this is something a lot of us relate to as well because thanks to technology, we're more connected than ever online, but we are less social in our everyday interactions. And studies have shown that people who constantly use their phones and computers tend to be more nervous in face-to-face interactions. We're all just starting to become more antisocial and there's less and less small talk and I mean we've all seen this or experienced it in our everyday lives you're at the grocery store and you're checking out and you maybe say you know one or two words to the cashier and then your face is you know down back down at your phone and actually there's a study by flash gap and they noted that 87 percent of millennials admitted to missing out on a conversation because they were on their phone and I just want to start steering away from this behavior like that and start building relationships with maybe not strangers but everyday acquaintances and feel more comfortable talking to like the barista at a coffee shop or even just the person in the elevator with me and just overall have a more positive and open attitude when I'm out in public and this is something you can do um, simply just by smiling at people and it makes all the difference. And even though I'm super, super excited for this experience, I also am very scared and very nervous. Um, I'm nervous for one fact, just that I have to fly all the way across the country and cross the Atlantic Ocean to Europe, and I have to do that all by myself. Um, And I'm nervous to be surrounded by a different language that, you know, even though I am trying to teach myself, I will definitely not know perfectly when I get there and you know there's also going to be the culture shock and everything's going to be different and I'm going to miss my family I'm going to miss my mom and I miss my siblings and my friends so much and I know I'm going to get homesick at one point I know I'm going to get sick at one point which is not going to be fun because whenever I'm sick I just want to just snuggle in bed and have my mom bring me like tomato soup or chicken soup or something like that but I know that that's just all part of the whole process Where there are highs, there will also be lows, and that's just the fact of life. But I just can't believe that this is actually happening. I feel like I've waited for this moment for so long, and it's finally here. So obviously, while I'm in Rome, I'm going to be making a lot of podcast episodes about my experience studying abroad, but I also want to fit in other episodes that don't have to do with just studying abroad. They have um, other topics and stuff like that as well and hopefully I'll be able to have some of my new friends that I meet on this podcast as well. I'm going to turn this into a segment and I'm going to call it the study abroad diary so each and each episode will have the same title and this will be really beneficial for any of you guys who are interested in study abroad so you guys can hear from my experience you know totally unfiltered But then also, I'll be able to have this series of podcasts, or these series of podcasts, as documentation of my time abroad, so something that I can look back on, but also it'll be something that my friends and family can listen to, just to kind of, like, keep in touch with me, because it's like a, it's like a nine-hour difference, I think, from where I'm living now. So I know that I won't be communicating with my family as often as they would like. But yeah, the next time you guys will hear from me, I will be in Rome, which is so exciting. Um, This is the end of this podcast episode. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you give it a thumbs up on any kind of platform that you're listening to this on. That's all from me. A presto!